Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hope for Today with your co-hosts, Naja E. Brown and Zenobia. Hi, Zenobia. Hello, Naja, and hello, audience. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for tuning in with us today. Zenobia, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, I have to be honest and say that it's been a very, very busy day. Uh, it doesn't detract from me doing well. But I um, I just feel like I've been uh, on a, I don't know, roller coaster a little bit today. Not so much ups and downs, but just speeding straight ahead. But it's okay. been a wonderful day. Yes, yes. And it's interesting because last week I had a pretty hectic week. And as we continue our conversation uh, about prayer, which is uh, an outgrowth of our last podcast series, Starting Over is Grace Revisited, we ended with prayer, and now we're going to go into prayer a little bit more. We're going to talk about intercessory prayer, faith, praise, and thanksgiving, supplication, etc. We're going to just dig a little bit deeper. But I kid you not, it seems like I've been on bended knees more within the last couple of weeks than it's been for a while. So uh, what an, <laughs> a, an appropriate title or t- subject for us to be talking about because when things get a little too fast and a little anxious and a little, you know, like we're speeding forward, we need to slow down and, and, and pray. So this is perfect, Absolutely. huh? Absolutely. I agree with you with, on that all the way. So last, uh, the last time we were together, you introduced a wonderful uh, passage, scripture, and it was Second Chronicles 7.14. And then we also talked a little bit about Philippians 4, 4 through 7. And Second Chronicles 7.14 says, And my people who are called by my name humble, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sins, and will heal their land. And that was sort of a, a foundational passage that you introduced. And then we, I read Philippians 4.4-7. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So when we talk about prayer, uh, you know, I liked the title that you came up with. It's just an opportunity for us to talk with our Creator. And sometimes, you know, people think there has to be this particular posture or stance when uh, we talk about prayer, but it really is as simple as just going to our Creator and having a conversation with Him uh, and just pouring out our hearts, you know, thanking him, praising him, asking him, pleading with him for ourselves or for others. But the key to our prayer in terms of our heart stance would be a prayer in humility, sincerity, and in faith. And then our Heavenly Father is waiting to hear from us, has inclined his ear to listen, and then he does answer our prayers. Uh, those of us who are in relationship with him 
and those who he is drawing closer and closer and closer to him. So it's just um, it's a, a privilege and an honor to be able to pray uh, at, at any time in any about anything that we encounter, and uh, and be comfortable with our dialogue with our Heavenly Father. Would you agree, Zenobia? I agree all the way. Yes, and I I like the fact that you said um, to be comfortable with it. You know, there's no, there's not really, maybe when you're um, first a Christian and you first come into relationship with him, as you have said, uh, a formula of sorts does help one to get started because Uh it does seem like something very uh, unfamiliar to be praying to this holy God the creator of the world, the creator of of each of us. And um, in many ways, we can't even relate to his magnificence and his glory. But we want to reach out. And I I know myself, when I was first born again, I I wasn't really sure. I mean, I I prayed, but it just didn't, I just wasn't sure if I was, you know, really praying right. In God's mind, I don't believe that there is a necessarily right way. Uh-huh. Uh, but when you're younger in the faith, a formula may, you know, really serve you well. But but as you go on, there's no real formula. I mean, it could be just simply saying, oh, Lord, or Jesus, help me. You know, that's a prayer in and of itself. And sometimes we don't even have to utter the words i think we when we utter the words they're they're more for our hearing than and i shouldn't say i think i know than for god's because he knows what we're thinking let alone what we're going to say uh-huh so yes i i agree with you when you speak of formula i know that sometimes people might approach a prayer and it's very scripted or it's canned or or sometimes it's uh written out and I think what you're saying is that just just pour your heart out you know doesn't have to be eloquent words doesn't have to be articulate just pour your heart out to him but when I became a Christian there was an acronym that I was uh, told about that sort of helped me and it wasn't necessarily a formula but it's the word acts a-c-t-s are you familiar with that Yes, I am, and and I was um, I'm 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 really yearning to hear what you're going to say because I was thinking of all that you you said, but I also meant you know acts and ask and all of that. I mean, I think it's a really nice guide, and it's wonderful to use. It's just that it's not what we have to do. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. But the ACTS <laughs> is adoration, confession. Thanksgiving and supplication. Yes. And then ask is ask, seek, and knock. Is that correct? Is that what? Uh, that's what I was thing? taught. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. And 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 that's you know some people make this a basic model, prayer model, but no, that's not how we have to approach our Creator or our Heavenly Father when we go to Him to have uh, dialogue. I I think of, like, when you and I started doing podcasts together, you eased my anxiety by saying, we're just going to sit and chat like we're on the couch. And that created a visual for me. And so when we go to our Heavenly Father, we can just approach Him in reverence with humility and in faith 
and just talk to him. And it's 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 very humbling that we can approach his his throne really of grace and beseech him and petition him and and confess to him and and you know just say our praises and our thanksgiving. It, it really is um, quite quite a privilege. I found a card in my Bible, and I can't tell you where I received this or where it even came from. There's nothing that I can write on it. It just has another uh, definition for prayer using the P-R-A-Y-E-R, and I thought it was interesting, so the acronym. And it says, prayer releases all your eternal resources. I like that. I had never like seen that before, nor had I heard it. And then it's got the scripture, Matthew 6.33, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. And, again, it's not like a prayer card that you sometimes submit when you're um, in a service or at a women's retreat or at a, a meeting. There's nothing for me to write down. It was just something that was a handout, and it ended up in my Bible. And I said, oh, I'm going to... Mention it tomorrow. So prayer releases all your eternal resources. I thought that was kind of good. I love it. In fact, I love even the other two acronyms that uh, were mentioned. I'm not trying to say that, audience, please don't uh, think that I'm saying that they are not worthwhile, and uh, and I still use them myself. Um, I was just want to make the point, and I think we have made the point, but I just want to be clear that the point uh-huh. has been made, that it's not... Um, a regimen and cast in stone that one must always use any one of these acronyms or any other. Um, that's it. I yes, won't belabor yes. the point. Okay. So there are several examples of model prayer in, in the Bible, and the Lord's Prayer is one in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 14. And then Jesus prayed for his disciples in the book of John, chapter 17, verses 1 through 26. And I won't read these because they are, they are quite lengthy. And then there's a song of praise uh, of Moses and Miriam in Exodus in chapter 15. And then Hannah's prayer in 1 Samuel, chapter 1. And Zenobia, did you want to say anything about Hannah's prayer? Well, yes, I, I, I wanted to say that um, one of the main things that sticks out is that she was very specific in her prayer. Uh-huh. Um, she didn't just ask God for a child. She asked him for a male child. She wanted a son. Yes. So that an indication that we don't have to beat around the bush. We can just be very specific. She was also getting to the point of despondency. This was not her first time praying so that ask seek and knock knocking uh-huh. she was knocking at his door um once the lord he did answer her prayer and when he did she made a promise to him to give him back i think we have to i don't i'm not saying that we need to start negotiating with god and i'm sure right. that that's what hannah did even though it might look like that to us god knew her heart he's the only one that can know her know any of our hearts, and he's not a god to be um uh, played with a god to try to come up with a compromise with so for Hannah to say that I'll give him back if you give me this child it looks it looks like it's it's a, a situation where she's wielding um some negotiation, but again, I'm sure that that's not what it what it was. 
Uh-huh. And then she praised him with thanksgiving when he did answer her. Um, yes. I'm just going to pull out a couple of verses out of the passage, which is in First Samuel 2, verses 1 through 10. Uh, the first is, My heart rejoices in the Lord. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no rock <clears throat> like our God. He oh. raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. Uh, to me, her perspective of herself was that when she was downcast because she couldn't conceive and have a child, she was in the ash heap, and God, he raised her out of it. And then, of course, she gave Samuel back for his entire life. You know, we dedicate our kids, but we don't necessarily lose contact with them. And maybe she didn't lose contact with with him, but... He was very young, Naja, right, when she gave him back. He had just been weaned, and she took him and gave him to the Lord and was satisfied Uh that he would be in the service of the Lord for his entire life. Uh And she was not around him. You know, maybe she would visit him when they went to make sacrifice, but she was not around him on a daily basis. So I just feel that that was just, for me... That is just significant, significant um, section of the of the scriptures. Uh-huh. And specific prayers are good. I, I know years ago I started a prayer journal, and I have several, you know, five by eight uh, spiral bound notebooks, and then I have regular legal sized notebooks and. I mean, it goes on and on and on. I started them and I stopped them, but there were one or two that I kept going for a while, and my prayers were very specific. And someone had mentioned that once the prayer was answered, that I go back and I write the date in red, and then I could flip back through those pages and just, it was a faith builder, and just see how God just answered the prayers. My prayers were probably very selfish and very um, self-oriented back then, and I could see the growth and the progress and just being able to pray earnestly and then be specific in my prayers but but not just for me but for others also and god was faithful to show me um that he was answering prayers and it encouraged it really did encourage my my prayer life and it it was a a faith builder for me amen next time that go ahead i'm sorry no i just said amen Okay. Well, we're we're almost out of time here. Our time goes very quickly, and I just want to say the next time that we uh, broadcast, let's talk about what happens when there are times that we feel we just cannot pray at all. I, I know that I've been in that spot. I would call it a, a dry spell, uh, and I, I don't know if you have been, but I, I think all of us have probably been there. And so let's let's entertain that the next time that we're together. What happens when you just feel like you can't pray? What is it that we can do, or what should we do? And maybe we can offer some uh, words of encouragement to our listening audience. Excellent. And yes, I have been there. <laughs> okay. All I right. Well, with that. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I'll just say this: that God wants to hear from us. Uh, he's ready to listen and to respond. So let's together praise Him with our mouths, confess with our hearts, and petition Him on behalf of others. Uh, it's a privilege to be able to have a conversation with our Creator. And with that, 
we'll go ahead and end for today. Thank you for joining in and listening. And uh, we will talk with you and join in with you in a couple of weeks. God bless you. Good night.